What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Today is Tuesday. That means a normal Tuesday podcast. We've got the whole crew here, which we haven't had in a few weeks. Before we get into that, and we have some good stuff to talk about, I want to do some housekeeping. On Thursday, if you listen, you know that we are going to do a contest to celebrate our upcoming 200th episode. I am going to fly some people out here They're going to sit here for the 200th episode. They're going to be on the episode. We're going to spend the day together. We're going to go out to eat. I'm going to put you up in the nicest hotel in St. Louis, which is the Four Seasons, and we're going to have a good time. Now, to qualify for that trip, we are going to do a testimonial contest, all right? And what I want you to do is I want you to tell us how the information that you have received from listening to this podcast has helped you improve, whether it be business, whether it be your life. Tell us about the progress you're seeing. Tell us about the different ways that you've started to see life. Tell us about the different methods you've started to use and tell us about the results you're getting. And I want you to do that in one minute, not two minutes, not three minutes, not one minute, three seconds, one minute. And I want you to upload it to YouTube, send the link to testimonials at the mfceoproject.com. That's a one-minute video with a YouTube link to testimonials at the mfceoproject.com. All right? We're going to watch the videos. We're going to pick some people to come out here. We're going to have a great time. That's the contest. All right? So start doing that immediately. Um, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of videos to go through, so... Guys, if you could get them in sooner than later, that would be appreciated so that we have time to actually watch all these videos. Um, With that being said, that's housekeeping. Today is Tuesday, and we do have a normal podcast, and I am joined by my co-host, DJ DJ God. What's up, my man? Well, it's October, and we're getting closer to Halloween, so I really want you to call me Von Helsing. Von Helsing. It would go with the Impaler theme. Okay, Von Helsing. The Impaler. The Impaler. All right, we'll just mix two together. Vampire killer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why are you wearing uh, quotation marks on your chest? That's three commas, man. That stands for a billion dollars. Oh, that's three awesome. commas in a billion. See, I'm not a billionaire. It's actually so Mark Cuban's Mark's Cuban's brand. Oh, that's nice. His apparel brand. Nice. So I like it. Uh so yeah. I like it too. Yeah. And I'm gonna start making everybody in the whole company wear a three comma shirt like every one like every Friday, because it's like the day that everybody starts to slack off. I want them to be reminded of what the fuck we're trying to do here. Right. You know what I mean? Is Cuban an actual billionaire? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like multi-billionaire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, he's uh, he's he's doing okay. Yeah. 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 So, today we are going to talk about a, a super important concept, and one that we get a lot of questions and comments about, which is how to avoid burnout and what to do when you're feeling burnt out. Okay, you're going to see people in the entrepreneur world that always pretend like they have all this energy, all this momentum, and they make it seem like they're always on and blah, 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 blah. And what you don't see is the shit behind the scenes. You don't see the times when they're burnt out. You don't see the times when they're frustrated. You don't see the times when they don't feel like doing shit. And so what that does is that creates a situation where when you feel burnt out, when you feel frustrated, when you feel angry, when you feel tired and not feeling like doing what you want to do, you feel like there's something wrong with you. And I'm telling you guys right now, 
There is nothing wrong with feeling burnt out. That is a natural part of the process. Now, I can tell you from employing a lot of people over the course of my career that a lot of people have trouble coming back from burnout. They get burnt out and they don't know what to do to rekindle that fire. And if you want to be successful, whether that be working inside of a company or owning a company, um, you are going to have to understand and learn how to deal with burnout. You're going to have to understand how to rekindle that fire and how to work through that because, dude, being burnt out is just part of the process. It's something that you are going to go through multiple times, probably multiple times a year, okay? And you've got to learn what to do to get you back on track. So that's what I want to tackle today. I want to tackle, uh, you know, something that most people, like they get this feeling in their head, like, oh my God, I don't have it anymore. I just don't have this passion. And then they quit and they go and find something else and they do that process over and over and over again and it keeps them from getting anywhere they want to go. So if you're in it for the long haul, if you're going to find real success in anything that you do, you have to know how to deal with being burned out. Yeah, so what's the number one culprit in your mind? Well, obviously, you know, anytime that you're being on a path to being successful, you're doing repetitive things. You're doing things over and over and over and over again. And I think that most people, when they do repetitive things, they can only do those things so many times before they start to feel frustrated and they start to feel burned out. Because time, as fast as it moves, when you're in a hurry to get somewhere, it moves really fucking slow. And so understanding that, first of all, you know, the concept that we've talked about multiple times, aggressive patience, and go back to listen to the podcast that we did on aggressive patience you guys have to understand that is a very real concept. And that'd be the first thing that you need to do is just understand that concept. And I'm not going to get into it other than saying you've got to be patient, but also during that time, you've got to be doing every little thing that you possibly can to get where you want to be. We've done a whole episode on this. Go back and listen to it. But if you understand the concept of aggressive patience, I think most people start to get burned out because of the repetitive nature. Things aren't happening fast enough. You're not seeing progress that you want to see. You're not where you are financially. You're not where you are where you want to be physically, all right? And what happens is you get burned out because you start to lose hope, all right? I would think of patience as delayed hope. Like you're you're basically saying, I know this is going to work. I'm trusting it's going to work eventually. And then maybe when you get burned out, you start losing hope. You start you start not trusting the things that you originally believed in. Well, the problem for the, the reason most people have this problem is because they haven't ever seen any success. When you talk to a seasoned entrepreneur, someone who's made a decent amount of money, who's started a project, seen it through, sold a project, or started a project, seen it through, had it become successful. Enough. If you do that enough times and you become seasoned, you you don't ever really lose hope because you understand that you the work is going to get you where you want to go. You trust the process. You trust the work. And so when you're inexperienced and you're young in entrepreneur years, you have to put a lot of faith into the process of working. You know, like dude, I can remember when I was a young guy and I was running a business and, and I would always think, and I would think like this, man, I wonder if I'm going to be one of those guys, you know, that's successful. I wonder if I'm going to be one of those guys that, you know, gets granted the wish of being a millionaire. I wonder if this and that. And I spend so much time worrying 
because I didn't know and I hadn't been there and I haven't been through the process. And that took away a lot of energy. That's a lot of negative energy that could have been spent on productive shit that would have helped me get where I am a lot quicker. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think people, you know, when they, when they haven't really accomplished too much, you know, there's a lot of faith and a lot of trust that you have to put in the work. But if you talk to a seasoned entrepreneur, they will always tell you, dude, if you do the shit every single day, like we talk about in podcast 107, if you win the day, you win the day. And if you win three or four days, you win, you win a week. And if you win a week, you know, you're on road to creating, uh, you know, the, the habit of winning a month. And if you win a couple months in a row, now winning has become who the fuck you are. So when you create a, a habit of winning and you instill that character trait in you, the work and the results are going to be automatic. But that is hard for somebody to understand and put faith in that has never been there. Right. So trying to define faith, I think of it as, as you know, basically rely whatever you consider reliable and it sounds like what you're saying is is that at some point people go into burnout because they they've always relied on the work they've they've taken control of the things they can they can control but then over time they start thinking well maybe it's not going to work maybe it's not going to work and then they start thinking well what about all these other factors that are going to they, not only they that, start thinking and then it's they start looking at other opportunities yeah. and when they start looking at other opportunities their focus on what they're doing is less so they start to produce less and then they start to lose belief in the path they're on and they start to look at another opportunity and then they jump, they make that jump, right? Dude, I, I've seen this so many times with guys that work in our company. They do well for two or three years and they're young, so they're impatient and they think two or three years is 30 years. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then they, they, they're like, well, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not this, I'm not that. I'm not making a million dollars a year. There's something wrong. <laughs> no, right. there's nothing right. wrong, man. You're just going through a burnout phase and you need to learn how to rekindle it. So you have to remind yourself that the work when you started is what got you to this point. And also having that same faith in the work now is going to get you to that next point. You just got to fight through that feeling because if you always switch opportunities when things start to feel like they're not worth it or you're losing hope or you're losing drive or you're losing momentum and you just switch to something new you have to realize you're starting over from scratch now right. so that fucking three years that you put in is now zero is now zero so now you've got to go through that whole process again and then once you get into three years there you start to get burned out it's a fucking deadly habit you understand what i'm saying absolutely as you're talking i'm thinking of that great quote i think it was uh, Thomas Edison, where he says the real, the real tragedy is that most people failed like just just before everything's going to start to succeed, dude. And most people make a habit out of slitting their own throats at the time of right before it happens, and then having to go back to fucking being born again. You know what I mean? And that it's a it's an extremely extremely common thing that people do, and it's easy to overcome if you understand that burnout is going to happen and how to overcome it. You see what I mean? Because I think a lot of people, they think it's they don't think it's natural. Because a lot of these entrepreneur fuck faces out there make it seem like they're always on and they've got all this energy. And they want to, they, they're so proud of their own ego, they want to pretend like they've got something that these other people don't. And the reality is they don't have anything that you don't have. They're just not showing you that they get fucking burnt out too. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm as driven as any one of those motherfuckers, and I get burned out all the fucking time. I just know how to deal with it. Right. So I'm not afraid to tell you guys that. So when that happens, do you consciously just say, I have to recommit to my belief 
in the work. Well, I think it's important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think it's also important that we understand why burnout happens. And I think, you know, what it happened, the reason it happens for most people is because they, they stop focusing on winning today. They stop focusing on trying to create momentum by handling their five critical tasks on a daily basis. And instead, they start looking at how far they have to go or how much shit they have to do or how long it's going to take. And that creates a feeling of, over, of being overwhelmed to where they feel like pressure that really isn't even there, Right. Like, let's be real. What the fuck are you in a hurry for? What are you in a hurry for? You know what I mean? Like, dude, life, as short as it is, sometimes it's long too. And I can tell you from experience that that old saying, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey, it's true. Like, dude, and I've had to teach myself that. You know, I've had to learn to focus on today, focus on enjoying the conversations I have today, focus on being grateful for the things I have today, the friendships, the relationships, the, re- the employees, the business, where the business is today, being grateful for those things. Because when you start looking at where you are and see it as how far away you are from where you want to be, that's going to create burnout. All right. Because if you, if you continuously focus on that, you can never appreciate what you have. And if you never appreciate what you have, you're never going to be happy. Go ahead. I think it's not only about appreciating it, but obviously this should be a given, but the learning process too that you have to go through. Like, let's take a company or let's take someone who just started a company today and we said, hey, you're going to literally have overnight success. And then, you know, their company is successful the next day. But dude, how fast would they fucking end up losing that business? Every every time, right away. We've seen it a million times. I could name 10 companies in our fucking business, and you could too because we talked about it, that had quick success and lost it just as quick because you have to realize that the journey is where the value is. The reason I'm able to sit here and have a podcast that gets a, a million and a half downloads a month off of business knowledge is not because I became overnight successful. It's because I learned every motherfucking lesson the hard way, and I'm able to communicate to you and hopefully save you some time. All right? So- Obviously, you and I have been talking through all of the details of your Entrepreneur Academy, and we've just literally been taking apart the whole craft of running a business piece by piece. Right. And it's enormous. Like, there's so many different moving Dude, parts. Dude, I'm so excited about I, it. I, I, I am too, but but have you ever wondered, I mean, I just thinking about this, there are so many aspects to running a successful business. Why are people tempted to... To look at all of them at once instead of dividing them down and into the critical class. Why do you well, think, I think that's the case? Fed that. I think they're fed that. I think that the the entrepreneurial experts, and I'm holding up my fingers in quotes right now, experts, feed, feed, feed. Dude, people are really good at razzle-dazzle. Let's be real. Like what we see online, what we see on Instagram, what we see on YouTube, there's a lot of fucking razzle-dazzle there, especially when we talk about what we're talking about right now of not being burnt out and always being on and always having this crazy amount of energy. You realize you're seeing a fucking minimal highlight reel of somebody else's game. They're they're showing you what they want to show you. And because of that, they, they're able to make themselves seem a certain way that they aren't really in real life. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So when people are fed this message, okay, first of all, they don't believe, they start to believe that they don't have what it takes. And second of all, they're getting sold usually by people like this, some sort of course or some sort of shit that is like how to start your own fucking business, or it's very general in nature. And if you research a lot of these guys, none of them 
have literally started a business from scratch, not fucking one. Somebody might have walked into a business at three or four million dollars and then grown it into something. Another guy might make millions of dollars by selling you programs on how to run a business. But how many of those motherfuckers even started from ground zero and built something? Okay? It's all about the show to a lot of these guys. And they're not telling people the reality. So when we talk about, you know, teaching people how to become successful in business, I mean, there's literally, literally dozens and dozens of of super crucial points that need to be addressed. And it can't be surmised in some fucking three-hour business course. It just can't. There's just more than that. Right. And something else you and I have been talking about that I think plays into this is the part of the razzle dazzle is using all the cliches in the most meaningless way possible and not getting people to think about what they mean. So you always hear the so-called gurus saying stuff like, you know, you got to have big picture thinking. And I think they lead people into th- no, believing dude, that you have to think of everything at once. Dude, they don't ever unpack how to utilize the tools. Right. You know why they don't do that? Cause they don't even fucking know. Right. Cause they're selling, they're selling buzzwords. They're not selling rich, fertile content that can actually take somebody from zero to fucking wherever they want to be. Right. Another cliche that we hear all the time is, is it's not, it's actually, it's not a cliche. It's just very misunderstood. It's pay attention to the details. And until I actually met you and got involved in this whole enterprise, I heard that, but the way that that was presented was pay, pay attention to every detail all at once, whereas the whole concept of the powerless is that's right. You so take little leads, details so, a little at a time. So what you're saying, dude, is exactly what I'm saying in, in in this point. The reason people get overwhelmed, the reason people get crazy, the reason we get like we we feel like the whole world's coming in on us is because we start to look at all the fucking details. We look at everything as if it needs to be solved right now, today, and that's not how business works. Business is cumulative effort. It's compounding interest, so to speak. It's what you do today, what you do again tomorrow, and what you do the next day over the course of years. Okay, and if you just take, if you just take the time and to understand what we talk about in episode one hundred seven, uh, uh, win the day. Yeah, win the day. Thank you. Um, if you understand the power list, I teach you how to win every single day. And I can promise you, if you adopt that mentality, if you adopt that mentality and start to execute on just five tasks, I'm not talking about 55, because 55 is how you end up burnt out. 55 is how you how you start to believe that you can't accomplish things because you never get your fucking list done. There's something very powerful about crossing off five fucking things you do and saying, dude, I won. It's yeah. very fucking powerful, okay? And if, if, you, if you do it the way I say, I just had this meeting last night with my guys. If you do things the way I tell you, it will work. If you modify it and try to create some other bullshit, I can't guarantee you anything. If you do things the way I tell you, if you do the power list exactly the way I tell you, you will create massive amounts of momentum. You will avoid burnout for the most part because you will always feel like you're winning. The problem is, is that you cannot feel like you're winning when you look, when I, if I were to sit here and say, all right, we're doing $160 million and, and say, I want to get to $2 billion. And I start thinking about all the things that need to happen for us to get to $2 billion. And I start getting, getting in a, you know, an anxiety fueled like rush. How am I going to feel? I'm going to feel overwhelmed. I'm going to feel hopeless. I'm going to feel like the world is fucking pre- squeezing my head. 
But if I just focus on the five things today that are going to move forward today, what I could, the five phone calls I make or the five emails I got to do or the, the two emails and the workout and this and that, and I can go home at night and say, man, I fucking won. Right. Dude, now you're creating belief in yourself. You're creating confidence in yourself. You're creating momentum that you wouldn't otherwise have, and you're avoiding what we call burnout. Okay, so it's very, very important to focus on today's tasks, not just like what you said. They got to think big picture. There's a time for thinking big picture. Absolutely, we talk about that a lot. But when you're talking about executing, you don't execute on the big picture. You execute on the small picture, which is today. Yeah, absolutely. Add, add another layer to this is that just that whole feeling of hopelessness, just to drive home the point, that actually makes total sense that somebody would feel hopeless because you literally cannot solve tomorrow's problems today. You cannot deal with, with detail number 50 until you've dealt with detail number one through 49. So people literally are putting themselves into a position of complete futility. So it makes sense that they would feel hopeless. It makes sense that they would right. that they would be completely dejected. Right. right. And most people most people can only see what they don't have. They can only see how far they have to go, how much they have to do, what's left to do. Even I get caught up in this. And you have to just focus on winning the day. And eventually you'll find yourself in a place where you're like, man, I made a lot of progress right there. Yeah. You know, I'm getting closer. And you start to believe. So you know, avoid being overwhelmed by focusing on today. Um, you know, I think another thing that keeps people uh, that keeps people getting burnout over and over again is that they're not taking the time to remind themselves why they're doing something. In fact, um, you know, that's what we we talk about visualization a lot in some of the earlier podcasts and how important it is. Um, and you can reference that in the notes for the podcast. Yeah, but. If you're not specifically taking time to remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing, you're eventually going to feel burnt out because you're like, well, what the fuck is the point of this? Why am I busting my ass every day? Why am I working so hard? Why am I doing this? And that's why it's important to A, surround yourself with reminders of what your goals are. I personally use a vision board that has pictures of all the shit that I want to do. Pictures that represent not only the material things, but also the, the kind of life I want to live, all right? Also, I practice visualization in the morning and in the evening, okay? I also practice gratitude exercises, and we talk about those in detail in other podcasts, which you can know, but, what, but I'll just summarize them, you know, real quick. I've learned to condition myself when I'm brushing my teeth in the morning to think about all the things that I'm grateful for. So anytime I start putting toothpaste on the brush, I start to think about what I'm grateful for. And as I'm brushing my teeth for that couple minutes, you know, I'm thinking about like all the great shit that I have in my life. And dude, try to feel thankful and also feel burnt out. It's impossible. You cannot feel the two things at the same time. So a great way to avoid burnout is to remind yourself on a habitual basis of what you're thankful for in your life. All right. And the other thing I do is I make sure that I take a few minutes to look at my vision board in the morning. And then I take the minutes, the, the minutes directly before I go to sleep. Okay. So while I'm laying in bed with my eyes closed, I think about all the things that I'm going to accomplish. I think about I don't think about how I'm going to accomplish it. I think about the end result. I think about what my life will look like. I imagine what my house will look like, what my garage will look like, because that's important to me, uh, what my lifestyle will look like. Uh, and and I look at it in detail. I try to see it as a, as close to in, in, in as much detail as I could possibly uh, see it in. And 
you got to note this in the notes so that people mm-hmm, can go mm-hmm, listen. But mm-hmm. that's the summary. You know, I make habits of doing things that will automatically squash that feeling of being burnt out and actually instead get me excited and rekindle the vision so that I'm reminded of why I'm doing these things. You know, most people fall off a diet because they forget why they're, they, they, they can't remind themselves enough of the delayed gratification benefit. And, and instead they're like, fuck that pizza looks great. You know what I mean? And if you're able to think about, you know, Hey, uh, I look pretty shitty naked. I, I would really like to look a lot better at the pool this summer. Every time a pizza was in front of your fucking face, you know, if there was a way to remind you, like maybe wear a bracelet or something that reminded you like, Hey, this is why you're doing that. Um, it would be a lot easier to stick to it, you know, but, but, but long-term goals are, are extremely important to consistently remind yourself of the vision and the path that you're on. Because if you're working hard every day and you should be, you have to always understand why you're doing those things. Otherwise, you're definitely going to get burned out because why the fuck would you want to work so hard when you don't even know why you're doing it? Visualization is so huge. I know that I read this great book called The Little Book of Talent, and it talks about how all the great athletes spend hours and hours breaking down game film or, or, or tape of previous athletes who have gone before them who were you know larger than life. So Tom Brady's constantly looking at... at uh, video of, of the greats, Joe Montana, uh, John Elway. Same thing with all of the great uh, basketball players. I know Kobe Bryant spent hours upon hours, probably days, watching uh, tape of, of Michael Jordan. You have to stare and, and, and behold what you want to become. And it's, I think, in the business sense and in the personal success sense, if you're not every day, at least every day, taking some time like what you're saying, and envisioning something in your imagination of what you're wanting to become, what you're wanting to accomplish, um, you're not going to get there. It, but if you do it every day, it's going to ingrain itself in your soul. It's going to ingrain itself in your brain. Yeah, and it's going to guide you. Yeah, 100%. And it's going to help you avoid these times when you, you feel like you know it's pointless. Right. One thing to add to that, I, don't think, I think a lot of people fail with visual, visualization because they're not specific enough. I agree 100%. That's why whenever we talk about like visualizing um, when we've covered it in the past, you know, you've got to really, you know, and there's books on this, but you, to, on exactly how to visualize, you've got to learn to like try to see specific details, like the finishes on handrails, like the color of a car, the color of the interior of a car, you know, uh, the faces in a crowd, the, the more detail that you can, that you, that you could put into your vision, I found the more effective it is at actually accomplishing it. And and I've been able to accomplish literally every single fucking vision that I've ever had up until, you know, obviously what I think about now, but I don't have doubt that it's not coming. Right. I know it's coming. Right. Well, I mean, what you're saying is absolutely true. If you, if you've uh, ever read any of the books or seen any of the videos by these guys that are absolute masters of memory, you know, they can memorize like thousands and thousands of pages worth of information. They say the same thing. They say, when you're trying to memorize something, you literally want to imagine, like if you're, if you're memorizing something that has to do with an orange, you want to visualize the orange. You want to pretend you're tasting it because when your brain engages your senses that way, it literally beats paths into your neural pathway and and it it becomes part of your brain and it just embeds itself in your brain so what you're saying is i mean it sounds so goofy to people who have never really experienced its power right but if you do it you know it's legit yep you know 100 
100 percent um the another thing that i think that people need to think about too and it goes back to what we talked about when feeling overwhelmed is that you know people they're so hard on themselves and they're so they get so frustrated when things don't go exactly the way that they want that they end up quitting or they end up changing course and you have to realize that being in being successful whether it's inside of a company or as the head of a company I'm going to tell you let me tell you the percentage of the time things are going to go the way you want fucking zero <laughs> okay so if you quit every time things go a different a slightly different way you're never going to get anywhere entrepreneurship is not about having this perfect path it's not about having this perfect uh, execution it's about being it's about being on the front of the ship and navigating through the fucking icebergs and seeing, uh, oh, shit, there, we were going to go that way, but there's something there. We got to make an adjustment. And then, oh, we were going to make that adjustment and that adjustment. There's something there, too. So let's make another adjustment. And that is the life of an entrepreneur. It's not this clean cut path like everybody thinks it is. It's consistently adjusting till you find what works. And what works now isn't going to work 30 days from now. It's not going to work 60 days from now. You're going to have to fucking constantly evolve, constantly change, constantly learn new shit over the course of your entire life. Dude, I have people tell me, I had somebody tell me recently, once I get this business up and going, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go do, I'm going to go do this. And I'm like, well, then your business is going to fail. You know what I mean? Like, You've got to be present. You've got to be able to see what's going on. You don't, it's not just, hey, you get it up and going and it goes on autopilot. You know, it's the same for your career in any, anything. You know, you've got to constantly be evolving. You've got to constantly be, you know, changing direction and making adjustments and knowing what adjustments to make. And that doesn't come from being perfect. You're never going to be fucking perfect. You can chase perfection, but you have to understand that it will never happen. All right. Chasing perfection is a great thing because it creates it creates greatness. Okay, it creates great results. When you try to be the absolute perfect version of yourself that you could be, you might not be perfect, but you're going to be pretty fucking good. Okay? So chasing perfection produces excellent results, but you also have to understand that if you get down on yourself because you don't achieve perfection, you're going to be extremely unhappy your entire life. Your entire career is going to feel like a waste. You're going to always feel overwhelmed. You're going to always feel burned out. You're going to always feel like you're not good enough. And that's not a good thing. So have the power and drive of a locomotive, but the versatility of a dune buggy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You know, that's what you got to do. You know, you've got to be willing to adjust and you've got to be willing to be running full speed as you adjust. Yeah. That's a great analogy. Thank you. Um, so let me uh, let me run through what you see if I can summarize what you've said so far. So you might be burnt out because you're losing hope, and in that case, remind yourself to trust the work. Number two, you might be burned out because you are overwhelmed. That probably means you aren't focusing on winning the day. So focus on the day, not tomorrow, not down the road. Uh, number three was uh, you might be burned out because you've lost some vision. So take time to visualize. Uh, number four is you might be burned out because you're being perfectionistic. And um, I guess you're saying you, you don't want to do anything wrong. You want to do everything perfectly and never have to adjust. And that's never going to happen. It's not reality. Right. So anything but, else? But if you watch, if you watch, if you watch some of these dudes online, they'll make it seem like it's reality for them. Right. And you know all that is? That's their fucking massive ego, not allowing them to be vulnerable so that they can be actually more effective at helping people 
which is very selfish in my opinion. Right. Right. Well, those are, those are all, uh, pretty reasonable reasons to burn out and, and good answers. Um, I, I know that you, well, love- the one thing, so, so I want to, so I do have another point, but I want to tell a little bit of a story before I talk about it. So, um, I actually, this, this last thing I want to talk about, it was reminded of me this morning. I got an email from a, a guy who follows me on Instagram and, uh, he said, Hey bro. And I barely ever check DMS by the way. Um, I just happened to check my DMs today and it said, Hey bro, I need some advice. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, this dude, I recognize this guy. He comments on all my shit. He likes all my, all my stuff. All right. You know, I'll see what he needs. I'm like, yes. (laughs) And he, uh, he writes back this long, this long post and it says, Hey man, uh, I'm having a really hard time. Uh, I'm getting evicted out of my apartment. Um, I've had two friends die in the last month. Uh, you know, I've given most of my money to their funeral expenses. I'm having a really, really tough time seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I don't know what to do. I, I feel totally out of control, uh, totally overwhelmed and frustrated, and and I feel like giving up. And I take that shit serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I and he asked if I ever felt that way, and I'm like, well, fuck yeah, I felt that way. I've been clinically diagnosed with depression for nearly 20 fucking years. So yeah, it's a daily struggle for me. And so my last point is, you know, because I deal with this shit about burnout and frustration and all this shit. I gotta tell you guys, the best thing that you can do to feel like that you you are regaining control of your life is to take control of your health. Okay, that's the one thing that you're absolutely in control of no matter what. You can make healthy choices on what you put in your mouth. You can make healthy choices about what you don't put in your mouth. You can make healthy choices about your exercise routines. And so he asked me what he, he asked me what what he should do and I said, "All right, well, start with this. Start eating right, start exercising every day for at least an hour, okay? Take control of that." I said, "Go back and listen to episode 107 and start looking at the day." Don't look at the whole scope of all the shit that you're, you're, you're telling me. Look at today. Everybody can win today. Everybody can do what they need to do today. Not everybody can execute on the 30-day the plan or the 5-year plan or the 10-year plan today. But you can win today, and it's very simple. And, and getting in control of your nutrition and your exercise routine Guys, that gives you a that that starts to build a sense of control, period, so that you feel like you're in control of your life. Because everybody, no matter what the fuck your excuse is right now, you are in control of what you consume and how active you are. No matter what. I don't care if you're in a fucking wheelchair, you can go do wheelchair sprints. I don't care. You could everybody's in control of that shit. And it's va- it's valuable when we talk about burnout. Because it's it's the thing that will spur the momentum for you to start to feel like you are in control again. Because sometimes shit gets way out of line. Sometimes shit gets way, way out of line. Fuck, dude. 18 months ago, I was 330 fucking pounds. I was fat as fuck. I was unhappy. I was super depressed. I hated my life. Nobody knew that because I didn't fucking bitch about it. I don't cry. But that's how I felt. You know how I got shit back on track? You know how I got shit, my confidence back? You know how I got my sense of control back? I started eating right, and I started fucking exercising, period. And if you're not doing that, I don't care who you are, 
you are going to have trouble gaining control of your whole entire life. It is the foundation. And a lot of people give you this big holistic, your body is your temple, blah, 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 and go hug a bunch of fucking trees. <laughs> but here's the reality. It's about mental control. It's about discipline. It's about cultivating belief in yourself. And all of us have the ability to create that when it comes to our diet and exercise. Absolutely. Let me actually tack on one more point that I know, and I'm giving people a little bit of a, a tiny insight into uh, one of the courses that you're developing, because um, I was just editing this point, which is, here's another reason people burn out, and that is that they get going, things get hard, and little by little, they start making little compromises ethically, they start pe treating people like crap, and ultimately, they end up having an uneasy conscience. And that conscience weighs on them because they're not good people and they're not doing what's right. Dude, that's a huge deal. Because you're you're always gonna be your own your own enemy and you're all and and, and unless you're like a total like head case, um, narcissist type personality, you're gonna you're gonna feel bad about things that you do that aren't right. I, I just had this conversation with my whole company last night. You know, developing discipline, developing integrity uh, in your and belief in your own integrity is extremely important because of what you just said. It allows you to feel good about yourself and takes a tremendous burden off of what you would normally feel guilty about. You know, if you're able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, dude, I'm genuinely a good dude. I do what I can. I don't bullshit people. I do the right thing. I wipe the piss off the toilet seat. I put the shopping carts back in the corral. Guess what? you're going to feel a sense of confidence about yourself and a sense of pride that you are a good human. And that's extremely powerful when it comes to, you know, morally feeling good, A, and B, avoiding the quote-unquote burnout. Absolutely. I mean, it's like you just said, unless you're a sociopath. Sociopaths are a little bit different, but the vast majority of us, the studies are absolutely conclusive that you can try to suppress guilt, but it will come out in the form of brain fog. It will come out in the form of uh, fatigue. It will come out in the form of all sorts anxiety. of psychosomatic anxiety. Right. Right. And guess what? You cannot, you cannot perform to peak level in with business the, or things. anything in life right. dealing with any of those. You've got to always do. You've always got to do what you think is right. And sometimes you're going to do things that are wrong with good intentions, and you've got to go fix those things too. Right. You got to go make them right. So what? So what? It seems like you saying. I mean, at least this is what you're saying in the in the thing I was editing was. So maybe the cure for burnout is just to apologize to somebody dude, or to it, make something right. Look, man, look, when, when you're holding a grudge, when you're upset, when you've done something wrong, and, and even if the other person doesn't think that, you know, it's a big deal, it's tremendously helpful for you to say, hey, man, I'm sorry, bro. I was wrong in that. I should have done this. Yeah. It lets you, it's, it's you letting yourself off the hook. It's you unburdening yourself. You know, and that's a big problem because I, I don't, I think a lot of people let their pride get in their way when it comes to apologizing or taking responsibility. When in reality, it's no big deal, man. We're all fucking human. Like we all make mistakes. Let yourself off the hook and say, hey, you know what? I fucked up because not only is it going to remove the burden from you, it's going to create a sense of respect amongst the people that you're talking to as you're a good fucking dude for doing the right thing. Right. It's amazing. I, I I would hope that not too many people think this, but there might be a couple people in the uh, the listenership who think, "Why are you guys getting into that whole morality thing? Why you got to be the morality piece?" Because it's important and because it's good for business. Not only that, it's it, it's yeah, exactly. You know, it's fucking important 
and it's important financially. Right. Like, dude, you're going to make a lot more fucking money. Right. But people have a hard time getting that, man. A hard time. They try to pretend. They try to pretend they're moral or pretend they do the right thing. It's not the same as doing the right, right. thing. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Those sound like we got uh, people got a bonus point here. Yeah, yeah. Just good. That was a good in. one. I like that. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, guys, uh, with that being said, the contest, just one more time. Testimonial contest. One minute video. YouTube link emailed to testimonials at the MFCEO project.com. Nope. Just the MFCEO.com. Don't they both go the same place? Mm, they probably do. not. They do. They anyway. Do. Okay. The MFCEO.com. Yeah. All right. Testimonials, testimonials at, at the MFCEO.com. <laughs> All right. We'll just make that. Uh, we'll agree there. That's the, that's the email address. One minute video, not five minutes, not seven minutes. Part of, of this is following directions. If you don't follow directions, you make a seven-minute video. Guess what? You're not going to fucking win. Right. All right. You've got part of being. This is this is this is you getting creative. Like when I got my four GT, they asked for a one-minute video, and dudes were making seven-minute videos and, and ten-minute videos and all this shit, and none of those motherfuckers got cars, and then they're pissed. Because they feel like, oh, I did all this extra shit. Well, you know what you didn't do? You didn't follow fucking directions. Because part of the one-minute video concept was to get fucking creative and show what you know what you could do in one minute. This is the same thing. I want to hear you. I want to hear you and see you and feel the progress you made in one minute. Not 10 minutes of going on and on and on. All right? We're going to pick some people. We're going to fly them out here. They're going to win a VIP experience. We're going to do some fun shit. We're going to have them on the podcast. We're going to put them up in the top of the line accommodations like we always do. And uh, it's going to be a good time. So, guys, with that being said, thank you so much for all your support. Thank you so much for all the reviews you guys post. That is tremendously helpful. If you guys are finding value in the podcast and leaving reviews, you guys are the fucking shit because that is so helpful to us. Because it helps us get ranked, it helps us move up, it helps us become a higher ranked podcast, which exposes our message to more people. So thank you guys for all the support. I appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you on Thursday.